Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast, another episode. I'm Chris, got Laura with me. Laura, how are you? Good, good. Yeah, I'm good too. It's been a busy week, but a good week. Good to be productive, I guess. So, um, lots of fun stuff going on. Um, and uh, a fun episode. I Good episode. I felt like I'd seen this episode 50 times, but watching again for what we do, um, it was so good. I, I was happy with it. Um, we're, we're talking about the first part of Adventures in Paradise. Overall, what do you think about the episode? Um, it was okay. I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, part of me, part of it, part of my issues is that it's a two-parter. So I know right. there's a lot more to come, you know, and the first part of it is a little slow, you know, yeah. but I mean, it's fine. Could you imagine? I don't know if it was the greatest cliffhanger of all time. Could you imagine if we were doing this live? Like, Frazier was on and we were doing this each week as the show comes on. I don't know. In some ways, I think we'd be a little free, freaking out. Like, whoa, it ended with, you know, um, you know, Lilith turning around to see Frazier. But I don't know. I mean, I guess it may have been shocking the first time we saw it, but I, I wonder what the cliffhanger was like when the show first aired. Um, I don't know, you know, the, um, I mean, it was pretty, it's pretty good to end it on Lilith, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, that's a good question. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, half, sometimes I always, sometimes I wonder, um, if some of these episodes really were half you know, really were two parts, you know, yeah. or if they just made them that way for streaming. But I think this one was, but I mean, she always came back. I'm trying to figure out the day that this end. Yeah. This aired in November. So this is sweeps. So November is sweeps month for TV. And of course they would bring Lilith plus um, the star of the, the star of the show. Um, or the guest star of the show, uh, Joe Beth Williams is a movie was a movie actress at the time, yeah, yeah. and you know you're going to have you know some high high powered stuff coming on your uh, on your show during sweeps. So, well, and I think too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at that time nobody was really doing the supersized episodes. Like I, I think with The Office, you know, they would say, "Oh, here's a 40 minute show, or here's an hour." Yeah, show. they didn't do that yet. Yeah. At that well, time, like but I, mean, I think they hours. did. I think they did. You know, some shows would go to an hour or something. Yeah, but I don't, this one wasn't. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, oh. what a way to end. You know, with with Lily. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was a funny ending. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking back to the first time I saw it. I wasn't like shook, like oh my goodness, what's going to happen? But it was a. I think it was more funny than shocking. If I had to evaluate the ending. Mm -hmm. Which is good. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, going back to the episode, um, you know, Fraser, I think, you know, <laughs> jumps uh, madly into love. And it, it mm -hmm. didn't seem like, and we're not sure exactly what the time continuum of Fraser, but he really hasn't been dating in previous episodes. So it's probably been a while since he's had a significant girlfriend. So, you know, he finds somebody and uh, you know, I don't know if he, I mean, I think he was smitten with her, 
I think a good argument or a good discussion we could have is was he smitten with her or was he smitten with her that she made the top um, people in the magazine, you know? Well, I think it was probably both. Um, I I cracked up um, when he was reading the article and she, he read out loud um, what she was looking for mm-hmm. in a man with somebody who would listen, you know, <laughs> which is his whole shtick. Um, I think, I, I think he wanted, I mean, I think he wanted somebody who, I think Frazier in general wants somebody who's successful, who's, you know, kind of powerful and, um, you know, wealthy who can move in his circles, you know? And, you know, I think he probably figured this woman was, since she was on this list that she would, uh, she would be there. Um, I kind of wondered too, how many match... And again, we're talking about sitcom. I understand that, but you know, other uh, publications have done that in the past, saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're, you know, twenty singles under thirty or whatever." You know, the thing would be. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many love connections there's been. And again, Frazier didn't marry this woman, but you know, they hook. Well, they tried to hook up, I guess. But um, yeah, I wonder if that happens a lot more than we think. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I remember, I remember reading. Um, the Canton uh, Canton Repository under um, part of its part of the company is there's a there's a magazine that comes out once a month. Yeah. Um. And uh, they do um every Valentine's Day they don't do like I, if I I I shouldn't say they don't because I haven't seen it for a while but I don't think they do a singles thing. But they do, um, they have over the time I've been there done um, the like married couples, you know, or like couples in general, maybe not necessarily married, but one of them was um, one of the common pleas judges in and in the article, it it always sticks out in my mind when I think of him. Um, because in the, in that article, it said that he had also been a single in one of their articles about, oh, wow. <laughs> about singles. And he had gotten married like not long after that article had oh, been wow. in. So I don't know if he was one or not, but, um, I mean, you're ripe for the picking, you know, if you, if you put yourself in there, but I mean, this is a stupid question, but was it was like 40 sexy sexy single powerful people or whatever it was was it it was all singles right 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 because like Roz once the relationship developed and again we're assuming if you're watching this or or listening to us here you've seen the episode you know what's going on but just in case you haven't you know Frazier sees this woman in um, Seattle Monthly um, you know, it's a 40, and I don't remember the exact title, but or what you're saying sounds right. You know, 40 sexy singles. Uh, he's enamored with this girl. He doesn't want to call her. Roz calls her, sets up a date. And it's funny, as this relationship develops, yeah, I think they're all singles because Roz is starting to call people. <laughs> yeah, saying, that's true, because she hey. sees that it worked, you know. Yes, <laughs> Roz was on the prowl. Yeah, so, so maybe it happens. I don't know. I was working in... Um, and again, Maslin, a small town in Stark County, Ohio. Uh, but it was funny. This is mo- way before web when you were just throwing up a story to the end of the day. We were doing the web stuff that you come and see in papers today. 
But, you know, I wanted, and I thought this would work for print, and we almost did this. I wanted to have a bachelor contest. So <laughs> let's take it up. Let's not just have 40 sexy singles in our area. Let's have a contest. And, yeah, it was rejected for two reasons. One, it's kind of hard to do that in print because, you know, you're even at that time, deadlines were a little bit earlier, and it's hard to really illustrate that. But secondly, there was a liability issue because, you know, if, you know, mm-hmm. if I called the judge a sexy single or whatever, and he starts dating somebody, if things go awry, I mean, is it the paper's responsibility? or Nah, he would just put him in jail. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm thinking that. <laughs> Well, I hate, I hate to always go there, but if, like, some yeah. crime happened or, if, you know. Well, the, yeah. Stalker, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If it, I'm, you know, and also, um, I ran, I mean, I ran a weight loss contest. Oh, yeah. I remember that. My paper. The paper I worked at in the Cleveland area before I went to Canton. And the first, I want to say it was the first year I had picked a bunch of people. And, and I honestly do not remember this person's name, so I'm not I'm not hiding it on purpose. I just don't remember. Um, there was a there was a guy that I had invited who had a past. Wow. <laughs> and we decided, you know, I brought it to my boss's attention, and we decided, you know what, let's I'm going to resend this at resend the invite, you know, because yeah, I mean, not I just. I couldn't figure out a way because I, mean, I was doing like profiles on all the people who were in the contest over the time of it. And right. I couldn't figure out a way to not write about it. So yeah, I figured, yeah. you know what, it's a distraction from what we're trying to do. And I just, I just said, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to rescind this. Maybe so. that's why we we're not doing that that much now, but you think of today, I mean, good night with video and everything. Yeah. I mean, we're talking tomorrow about <laughs> We should do a game show on your website. It'd be great. Yeah, we'll preview our, our personal work discussion tomorrow. It'd be great. <laughs> no, we won't do that. I, although I'm tempted now. I'm trying to think of how we can pull it off, but I'm sure it won't go over too well. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. And I don't know. I'm not going to make any moral judgments on this, but you know, my faith background and everything, you know, I'm going very slow with dates and very slow with relationships. My goodness, and I'm not talking about when they wanted to hook up or anything, but it's one thing if you make that decision to hook up. It's another thing. I mean, I'm not sure where Bora Bora is, but... It's on the other side of the world. Yeah, you're taking your overseas for a week? I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm going to... I'm, I'm not going to make, you know, moral decisions on if you hook up with someone earlier or not. But, man, taking someone across the world after, what, a couple weeks of dating, that's crazy. Yeah, it... You know, the whole, if you remember, she was the one who brought it up. Um, She said, you know, I was wondering what you thought about us going away for a couple days. Yeah. And then Frazier, like, suddenly it was a week, you know. Wow. And she said, in fact, she said, you know, it, this is, you know, we had said we wanted to go slow and stuff. But, you know, I was thinking about maybe we could go away and. You know, he, of course, misreads everything she says. And right. she's like, well, I wonder when we can do it. And he's like, as soon as we get there. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. But, um, you know, it, it was interesting. But one thing about what you just said about, you know, 
you know, this, how impetuous this was. One of the things right. I wrote down was, you know, I thought it was interesting how Frazier had such nerves and concern mm. after they had decided to do this. Um, yeah. It was, you know, he, and it was interesting. And, you know, I thought it was one of the, one of the better Frazier moments, you know, yeah. where, you know, he was level headed about it. He's like, what if we decide to make this into some, what if this becomes something, do I want to screw this up by doing this, you know? Right. And, you know, it was, I mean, his family was kind of silly about it and, but, you know, he did think about, it. of course he still went, you know, but um, right. I mean, by the way, going to Bora Bora, even then probably was like a $20,000 trip. Yeah. So you would think, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what our local radio celebrities make, but they can't be making that much. Yeah, maybe Frazier Yes, maybe Frazier Rice dropped the ball. I mean, obviously, you guys suspend disbelief when you're watching a sitcom, but yeah, if you've got enough money to spend ten, you know, twenty thousand on a trip, mm-hmm. and you know, it wasn't like Frazier, you know, went back and said, "Oh my goodness, I lost all my money." You know, I made twenty thousand a year, I blew it all. You know, so yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, there's some some disbelief you have to get through when seeing that scene. Um, yeah, it was interesting, and well, it was funny because again, I don't want to harp on this, but you know, Fraser invites women over to spend the night a lot, you know, before and like afterwards, and you know, I what made this different with her was it because he was on a cold streak and you know he was like you know, jumping at chances or was it, you know, I don't think it was this because they never really mentioned this and the show's smart enough that if they want to bring this point out, they would have written into the dialogue, but there was no like reference to all oh, you're just dating her because she was in the magazine. Because like, I'm trying to think of what's different because in each of the other seasons of Frasier, he meets a girl that wants to take the next level. Hey, why don't you come over? Hey, Marty, clear out and everything. And now here, yeah, you want to get the next level, but you're doing the bore bore next level after a couple of weeks, you know? Well, I think part of it, my thought was that um, it, uh, she's wealthy. I mean, I sort of got oh, that okay. impression, you know, that like she can afford to, you know, and like she, maybe she, this is going to sound bad, of course, but maybe she was worth it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, she's worth, you know, going, you know, taking a trip somewhere exotic rather than, you know, some of the people he's dated who have come over for, you know, what, as, as we find out in the next episode for Mango. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to talk about that. That's going to be good. Yeah. It, I think you raise a good point. And again, kind of weirded out by why he didn't throw it in the dialogue. But I think you raised a good point saying, you know, if she has money, again, this sounds horrible. We're just talking about TV shows. So if you're yeah. any of my friends that are like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't what you believe religiously. Just relax. I'm watching a TV show here. Right. But yeah. um, the, th- the thing that strikes me about it that was – yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's a mindset to some guys getting to it. And, and I – well, I got to be careful when I say this about my, my marriage. But um, <laughs> there is – okay, I'll put, let's let's rephrase this. I'm really – excuse my words carefully right now. 
I can understand how there's a idea with guys, either if your loved one, partner, whatever you want to call it, is wealthy, you want to do something nice. Or there's another thought saying, if you think this person could be the one, not that you're just not that you're just being a cheapskate, but you're more likely to say, "Oh my goodness, maybe I should spend more. Maybe I should get a nicer gift or something like that." That wasn't always the mindset I used, but I could see that being a mindset. Neil and Fraser, there. It's possible. Um, I mean, the other. I mean, taking that a step further is, I mean, if you start in Bora Bora, where do you go from there? <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Where do you even go for your honeymoon? You know, yes. I looked it up and I might be a little off on, uh, on how much it costs, but it might be because of a deal. Um, okay. It's listing only as $1,400, but that seems incredibly wrong. <laughs> well, maybe, if, you know, we're in the midst of COVID as we're taping this. So maybe, yeah. you know, prices have gone down. I yeah, we're in the midst of the Super Bowl week. I just wrote a story about how Super Bowl ticket prices are falling. I think it's probably because yeah. people are like, eh, COVID's slow around. I don't know if I want to travel. Yeah, maybe that's mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they get the bore bore. And I got to be, I got to be honest with you. Again, you know, I'm a little biased with this. But yeah, sometimes you have feelings. I understand Frazier had feelings and the girl had feelings. But, I would be offended if I'm the guy in a relationship because even though if you have feelings, they pretty much both said, you know what this is about, and they pretty much high-fived and everything else. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're going to board board, you're spending a romantic week, I, yeah, I'm, I, I understand certain parts are part of it, but they're pretty much, like, it was funny because this show, when you really look at it, was kind of confusing because everything you've said before, I agree with. Sometimes you say, hey, I want to make that impression, but then in essence, it wasn't like Frazier said, man, you're the one. It was pretty much, all right, you know, we're here to hook up and we'll reevaluate where we're at by the time we're done with this. Yeah. I mean, eh. I think that, I mean, it seems like they, it seemed like they really liked each other. And yeah, I think until, I mean, again, it's the next episode, but until they, you know, the, the past came into view. Right. There was nothing else but the two of them. Yeah. You know, well, so. And then, um, yeah, so they're in the scene. Um, Malin, I was thinking about this woman's name. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Uh, so she, she's like, okay, I'm going to get changed. So she goes in and gets changed. And, you know, she comes back and, you know, Frazier's like, oh my God. And then um, Lilith, you know, turns around. Um, I don't know how romantic it is to have side by side cabins. And again, even if Wolf wasn't there, I thought that was kind of strange. But oh well. But but the thing is, is man, what the luck! I mean, I'm sure Bor Bor has many cabins to choose from, <laughs> and I don't know if maybe that was the um, duplex of candle to, uh, of cabins, I guess. But mm-hmm. and even if it wasn't, my goodness. What's the luck that you, <laughs> you picked up? Yeah. Like? yeah, no kidding. I mean, I mean, pro- there's probably more more chance, you know, than than anything. You know, you put, you know, she's from the East Coast and he's from 
He's from the West, so I mean, it. I don't know. Luck of the draw. <laughs> well, and briefly previewing it because we're coming dangerously close. I mean, you know, might as well talk about the second episode now, but br- briefly previewing it. You know, they went there before, and I, I guess that was the stated reason why they both picked that and they enjoyed it. So they took their, um, you know, new partners there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That would be really strange. And then look at the next episode, as you imagine, where Fraser's horrified. Um, you know, a reaction. Yeah, you know, there's rough spots that we hear we see coming in the second episode. I, I'll, I'll let's leave it this. I will preview it to say, and you can make an argument saying, well, maybe Fraser and Lilith are still going through issues. They know they're done, but there's, you know, issues they're still trying to get through. But you know, even in the '90s, this thing's normal. Why don't you take a laugh and say, you know, let's see if there's another cabin. You know, one of us can, you know, <laughs> go to and yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when we get to the next episode, when when they get back to the States after the meeting with Lilith, um, she says to Fraser, I know you said you wanted to leave right away, you know. And, you know, so he took the high road, you know. He was going to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's tough. I can understand it. If it's an ex, if it's a ex-partner, or if it's an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, I understand how that can be tough. But again, they exaggerate the toughness, of course. It's just a sitcom, and the goal is to make it laugh yeah. and entertain you. So it's going to be wild. All right. Um, Real quick before we leave, I'll try to add this link to the description. I was going to send it to you, but the story really didn't make that much sense. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was on Rob Lowe's podcast, I believe, a week ago. And they were talking about the podcast. Of course, there's nothing new. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like when you read these local stories about, hey, there's going to be a new project coming to your state. And you're like, yay. And then you read the fine print. And they're like, hey, it's five years away. You're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll wait around. And that's the same feeling I'm getting from reading these Kelsey Grammer um, update stories, but you know, he's like, We're gonna change what the sitcom is all about and everything. And I'm like, Okay, just let us know what's going on. You know, what I mean, I don't know if, it, if that's his way of trying to appeal to former cast members. <laughs> like, if David Hyde Pierce was listening, going, Oh, he's gonna change it, I'm in. You know, I don't yeah. know what that is, but yeah, I know it was interesting. I, you know, I would be happy either way. I just feel bad that Kelsey keeps talking about it. It's more like Talk about when you have a, a game plan. Like you say, hey, you know, I'm going about this on my own. We're going to have completely new characters or do whatever. I, I, I just, all these promises, I, I want to update. I want, hey, nobody's coming, so we're going to have new actors or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's I mean, starting to get a little frustrating. I love at some point, forever. At some point, somebody really needs to ask him, you know, what is, what's behind the desi- his desire to bring it back? Right. I mean, does he not want to create a new character? Is he not sure what to do next? You know what I mean? I mean, because when all this started during COVID, right? Right. Um, you know, he was a he's a he has done lots of stage acting. Right. And you know, you couldn't do that. You couldn't do scripted television because of COVID and you can't, you know, for a while. But I mean not to, I mean, the other thing is like one of the main people in the show is gone, you know, um, and you know, 
you know, there's, I would say like there's four main characters on this show and one of them's gone. One of them said she doesn't want to do it. You know, at what point do you move on? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I honestly, I'm guessing, I, I don't know how Hollywood actors think because I'm definitely not a Hollywood actor. Um, I'm wondering, like, if you're sitting there, and if you're Kelsey Grammer, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking about Will and Grace. You know, Will and Grace rebooted, they came back. And I don't think Will and Grace broke any ratings records when it came back, but it came back, and it wasn't, I don't think it was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing of all time, but no one ripped it. Didn't it wasn't back for like three years or something? Like, it didn't, it wasn't like it got canceled right away. I mean... Um, I don't think it was that long. Um, well, I, I think it definitely was more than one year because I remember watching it for a while. And yeah, it didn't get the buzz because, you know, gay actors was such unheard of back when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And I think right now people are like, oh, okay. You know, it's great. It's happening here. It's happening other places too. And, and maybe the newness wore off a little bit, mm-hmm. but it did well. I mean, I don't think any of those... Willie Gray stars were like, dang, this was a mistake, you know? Well, I think that's the reason it ended. Oh, they thought it was a mistake. All right, I'm wrong. Well, I think I think they I mean, I I don't I obviously don't know this, but um I believe what I read was that Grace and Karen in real life became like enemies. And they could not okay. be on the set on the set at the same time anymore because it was just unbearable for them, I guess. And so then it, I think it just ended. I think it was three years. Okay. Because I see, but I don't know how many. I don't know how many episodes. Yeah, I would imagine. It, well, I mean, none of these shows have the episode run that you know we're talking about in terms of number of episodes per year. Yeah. Well, and I. I don't think I ever saw that like Will and Grace was the top show during the reboot, but it wasn't. Nobody seemed embarrassed, and I, I'm kind of thinking some of these other reboots have, have just flopped. So, so I guess why I'm bringing up all the Will and Grace stuff is maybe Kelsey Grammer's looking at, it and I, I saw in the story he had some streaming service movie or show that I haven't heard of. It's a new one that he's going to be in either way. Uh, well, I'm assuming it's probably on Paramount if he's got to deal with them. Um, so maybe his thought is saying, okay, you know, like anybody else, we need work. What are we trying to do? And then maybe the thought is, okay, is it safer to go back to a thing that we've all heard of instead of saying, hey, here's my new show, blah, whatever that might be. And who knows? The new show could be, I mean, geez, when Kelsey went to Frasier, Frasier trying to be more popular than even Cheer. So, uh, but, you know, and, and maybe he's thinking it's a good risk to take. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that's all we should say about that. I mean, I'm getting frustrated. It's not at us. It's just more of... Uh, it, it was fascinating when it first came out. And the longer we go, he keeps talking about it, and nothing's happened. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. So come on, Kelsey. Give us a firm update. And Laura, maybe you and I. I, I don't know if Kelsey would come on a podcast like ours, but... I doubt it. <laughs> we need to have... Well, I gotta figure out. I've got contact. We can talk about this off, off mic. But I've got contact in the news, Perry Giplin, and I haven't had a chance to follow up. And who knows? 
That's a possibility. <laughs> and maybe Perry would be like, I don't want to go on. And we'll make news out of <laughs> it. be fantastic. All right. Um, for Laura, this is Chris. Thanks for listening to We Miss Money uh, podcast. Uh, we're, we're taping. You know, probably late this week, early next week, because there's we got a ton of Super Bowl content we got to get out at you before Sunday. Uh, but we're taping uh, Seinfeld. I'm looking forward to that. The bus boy. So uh, we'll tape that and we'll have that to you in the next few days. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.